Penn Gillette of uh, Penn and Teller. Penn lost 100 pounds in 85 days eating nothing but potatoes. Now, you have to ask, well, you know, did it create hazards for his health? He lost 100 pounds. But here's one of the things that uh, came up. I was going to show, I have to apologize somewhat. I was going to show you the com, one of the comments. Um, one of the fellows, one of the viewers said, I can't believe you like this video. I can't believe you like this diet. Um, you said you dislike this potato diet less than some others, so that means you're a big fan of it. And I had just gotten through saying, I had responded to his original comment that I'm, I don't prescribe the potato diet. I'm not a major fan of the mono diets. However, eating is a psychological thing. And Penn is in a whole different space now in terms of his health. Um, 100 pounds less, he's a lot healthier. Um, the, why didn't I show those, those comments? Here was the bottom line. I was planning on it. I, you know, it's good to keep a little spice and debate going on a channel because uh, people can uh, debate iron sharpens iron. Uh, people began to understand and focus on details. But I had to delete it, and here's why. The guy's name was Vegans Are Idiots. And I just couldn't take that. That's just, his name was inappropriate in terms of uh, a, appropriate respect uh, for others. And besides that, I know some a lot of vegans. Joel Kahn, for example. Joel can get flippant and, uh, you know, Joel can be Joel, but he's anything but an idiot. Joel's a very smart guy. So... <clears throat> Don't tell me vegans are all vegans are idiots. And don't tell me that uh, Penn Gillette is in worse health than he was 100 pounds ago. Now, <clears throat> I'll cover a little bit more about this, uh, this focus. But let's go back to, a, to the original, um, one of the original points. I did a video a few weeks ago about the biggest diet mistakes. And one of my major points was Yes, we all have our opinions and theories about diets, um, but food selection, we, we throw the baby out with the bathwater. We get, like I said, too much heat, not enough light on this situation sometimes. Um, how did I come up with these? Well, hundreds and thousands of patients and actually supervising hundreds and even thousands of docs, internists, family practitioners mostly. Um, <clears throat> Mistake number one, not knowing that you cannot metabolize. Your body does not metabolize one of the three macronutrients. In other words, that you have insulin resistance, prediabetes, metabolic uh, syndrome, or even full-blown diabetes. So therefore, you don't know that you have it, and you just eat plenty of carbs and glycemic carbs, rice, pastas, sugars, you name it, fruit juices, sodas. That is one of the major problems. You made all those bad choices, but the choices weren't as... Those choices were driven by your lack of knowledge of your own body. Nobody's... Uh, most people are not focusing on whether or not they have insulin resistance. And as I've shown in multiple other videos, it depends on who you look at but, uh, and who you believe. 
but insulin resistance is very common. So if you believe Jenny Rule, for example, and some of the other uh, folks in the diabetes world, they would say, by the time we're age 60, half of us have at least insulin resistance. I think that's way too few. Um, if you believe the UCLA, University of uh, California in LA, uh, School of Public Health, they would say over half of us by the time we're age 30 have insulin resistance. And a lot of people would agree with that. Um, Joseph Kraft, who wrote the book, uh, The Diabetes Epidemic, uh, would probably say, even that's too few. And I would agree with him. Uh, those numbers for, uh, that came out of UCLA showing half, over half of adults 30 years and older had insulin resistance, those numbers came from looking at a couple of different things, hemoglobin A1C and fasting blood glucose. So again, um, major lack of data there. None of them are based on OGTT. None of them are based on uh, taking a, a challenge with any kind of glucose. None of them are based on an insulin uh, survey. So again, mistake number one is not knowing that you can't metabolize carbs. How does it happen? You never looked. You didn't even get a hemoglobin A1C. Maybe you did. Maybe you looked at a fasting glucose and you said, well, it's 95. I'm okay. Um, big problem. But no, what? I've already done that video. This is a different video. And this is on mistake number two. Mistake number two is too much focus on diet, whether it's carb, keto, paleo, the 5-2 diet, Jimmy Kimmel's diet, eating clean whatever that means. And again, I've studied that. I've done videos on it. I still didn't know what it meant when I studied it clean. Um, all of that and not enough focus on BMI or fat mass. Let's talk about that for a minute. So back in, you know, look at this. This was in CNN, uh, December 20th, 2018. And before we go too far down that road of BMI, uh, and you say, and look, BMI is a flawed number. I know that. I've done three videos on it, and this is one of them. Relative fat mass would be a lot better because we want to look at the percentage of our body fat that is, of our body that is fat mass. Now, <clears throat> why don't we do that? Well, it's not easy. Um, but guess what? It's not easy getting that message across either. If you look over here, 1,370 people have viewed it uh, compared to many thousands of views for something like my cardiologist said this was impossible. Uh, you know, I understand there's some components of clickbait here, but again, we need to begin to understand what's going on with our individual bodies. And let's just go ahead and use BMI because that's where the, that's where the, the big statistics, that's where the national statistics are coming out. And again, if you want to correct me on BMI, go to one of my videos on relative fat mass. Um, <clears throat> this was, again, from the lay, uh, lay press, CNN, and it was, uh, again, just uh, late December 2018. And what it was doing is comparing uh, CDC uh, NHANES studies. NHANES is N-H-A-N-E-S. National Health and Nutrition Examination Studies. What that study is doing is documenting the continued increase of obesity 
in this country. In fact, the average adult in this country has a BMI over 29, between 29 and 30. 30 is the cut point for frank obesity, full-blown obesity, and the average is 29. So uh, we're fiddling while Rome burns. We're arguing too much about what's the best diet, and we're continuing to make assumptions that that the best diet for a 20-year-old with no insulin problems is also the best diet for someone who's uh, a heavy insulin, insulin secretor. And we know there are people that don't in, in, secrete a lot of insulin. There are people that secrete a lot. And their, their metabolism, their body is totally different and responds totally different to diets. But let's again, let's go back and look at the, uh, the BMI story for this country. So between 1999 uh, and 2000 and 2015 and 2016, there was yet another significant increase in the average body weight. Um, before that, uh, tw uh, between six, 1960 and 2002, there was a 24-pound increase in the average weight of the American human. 24 pounds. Um, in this one, between uh, 99 and 2016, it was t about 10 pounds um, from, uh, to 197.9 for men from 189. So, and for women, it went from 164 to 170. So again, we're continuing to get more and more obese. Now, th this goes on to talk about the BMI, the formula, and again, it doesn't, doesn't get into a, some of the problems with it. If you want to focus on the problems with the BMI, that's for another video, three other videos, in fact. Um, if I can remember, I'll put them down in the description. Um, but again, here's where Ogden makes the point, one of the uh, folks from the CDC. The average American's BMI is now almost 30, which is the cutoff point for obesity. A normal and healthy BMI is between 18 and a half and 24 and a half or 24.9. I would say really the, the best in terms of doing what I do, which is looking at heart attack, stroke, uh, cardiovascular inflammation, it's not really 25. It's low 20s, 2021. But the average American, again, is 29. So average uh, waist circumference increased as well, about a, a, uh, one inch in men, two inches in women. Uh, average waist circumference is now 39 in men. And uh, what, 30, it went from 36 to 38 inches in women. While height is, uh, weight is going up, height's actually going down. They lost a centimeter. So <clears throat> let's go back. Let's focus for a few minutes on this debate. A lot of this started, I mean, it was all about uh, plant-based, low-fat, until there was a group that started looking at fat in the diet. Gary Taubes wrote, three books. He made most of his literary career so far on this issue of why we get fat and what to do about it. There's actually been a lot of, of uh, folks going in that direction. These next two people are actually very well qualified to deal with this issue. They are both uh, endocrinologists. This is Robert Lustig. He's an endocrinologist that runs an obesity center at UC San Francisco. He uh, makes the lecture circuit talking about obesity and sugar and processed food 
and how sugar drives obesity, and it has to do with insulin and leptin and uh, hormones. This next guy, David Ludwig, is also, not only do their names sound similar, their jobs and their careers are similar. David Ludwig is also on the lecture circuit talking about that. He's a little bit deeper in research. He's over at Harvard, MD-PhD, also an endocrinologist, also running a, um, an obesity center for Harvard. And he wrote the book, Always Hungry. Uh, that book and the book uh, by Lustig, uh, Fat Chance, both of them get into some of this hormonal issues around uh, fat. So basically what they say is, is that it, they reverse it, and I think there's a lot of validity to it. Uh, hormonally, it's not that we eat more and therefore we get fat. It's we get fat and therefore we eat more. And what they're talking about is eating carbs or getting insulin resistance from age. You start to get these fluctuations in your blood sugar. Uh, associated with increased levels of insulin. Uh, when you decrease that blood sugar, you get hungry, so you eat. Um, before you start saying that doesn't make sense, you should look into this to the actual uh, research. It's becoming clearer and clearer. There are other ways of looking, and other people with very strong opinions about uh, losing weight um, and diet, how to diet. Dr. Fung's got a lot, a lot of really good points that you know what, if you just do fasting, it's cheaper, it's easier, uh, <laughs> there's, you don't have to worry about recipes, it's cleaner, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but he also focuses on the, uh, the endocrine model for weight loss. So then you go to somebody like Walter Longo, who um, does a great job in terms of uh, research, uh, developing good research to support his uh, dietary theories. He actually is not uh, low-carb. Uh, he, he focuses a little bit more on uh, plant-based, uh, low-protein, uh, low-fat in terms of um, longevity. And he also does the fasting-mimicking diet, Proline, which is a five-day diet where you... Um, the goal there is to kickstart your epigenetics and... Uh, and deal with the problem of epigenetics that we um, that many of us deal with in our 60s. Now, Walter Longo's uh, uh, mentor was Roy Walford. Um, he was the father. He was at UCLA, and he was the father of caloric restriction. You've probably heard of that term. Uh, you've heard, especially. Folks like Jason Fung criticize caloric restriction. Caloric restriction is just chronic low-calorie eating. So watching your diet in terms of the amount of food that you're getting. Uh, Longo said, you know, uh, his mentor, Dr. Um, uh, Dr. Walford, got some great results on it. However, he looked like a, um, a Holocaust survivor. And he was hangry a lot. So he said, let's, there's got to be an easier way to do that. Now let's go look at the um, why obesity is an issue. Adipokines. 
Leptin is the major adipokine, but there are a bunch of them. They mediate inflammation and insulin resistance. Didn't know that? Um, well, here. This is uh, TNF-alpha. Many of you have heard of that. IL-6, interleukin-6, leptin, free fatty acids, other adipokines. They uh, have a receptor. When they hit that receptor on the uh, cell wall, that receptor sets up a whole new set of uh, mechanisms which decreases insulin receptivity. So one of the major drivers of insulin um, resistance is obesity. That's where that all comes into play. And that's where obesity becomes such a big issue. So to get back to the, to the issue at hand, we are, here's, here's America, uh, 2011 obesity rates. Now, <clears throat> prevalence of obesity rates. Here you see a lot of green, relatively speaking, uh, not nearly as much green as you would have seen back in the 1950s, because again, the average American had gained 24 pounds, actually over 24 pounds between 1960 and uh, 2000. But uh, orange is getting uh, higher levels, like 20 to what? No, 30 to 30%, 34%. Here is the uh, 2017 number. As you see, only three states, uh, Washington, D.C., Colorado, and Hawaii, are now in the green. The rest of the country is in yellow, orange, and deep red. And the orange and deep red have grown dramatically. There are actually now seven states with an obesity rate greater than 35%. So this is, uh, it's huge, and it's continuing to grow. So back to my response to vegans are idiots. Um, I'm not going to use that term, but I'm tempted uh, to use that term in describing someone who doesn't understand the positive health impact of losing a hundred pounds. So, <clears throat> no, I'm not a big potato uh, mono diet fan. I don't recommend it. However, uh, if we focus way too much on the way we lose weight and not enough on how much we weigh, we are fiddling while Rome burns. So again, another rant. Um, but I think it's something that clearly needs to be said. Let's give up that we have on arguing about types of diets. And first, let's make sure we're at a proper BMI. Thank you again for your interest. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.